And I'd like to, as I said, just offer a few more um, pointers with regard to posture. And uh, the first thing to know is that there's no instant or easy solution to the fact that our bodies sometimes get uncomfortable or tired when sitting or standing or being in one place. But there's a few things that can be really helpful. And I remember on my very first retreat, after sort of flopping about on a cushion for probably a couple of days, someone very kindly leaned over from behind me and whispered in my ear, said, get your butt up and your knees down. And uh, that was about as much instruction as I got on it for the whole retreat. And it wasn't even from the teacher. Um, So one of the things that we kind of come to understand is it's really useful to be in contact with the ground. We don't need to be sitting on the ground. We can be in a chair. It's really fine. Leela and I are sitting on the ground because that's where we're comfortable and it works for us. But I have plenty of friends who are teachers who sit in chairs. So that really is an option in that. But for many of us, what we want to do if we're sitting on the ground is we want our knees to not be higher than our hips. And that's the same as if you're in a chair. If your knees are higher than your hips, your pelvis tips back, your body comes forward and everything has to work really hard to stay up. So for some of us, that means getting your hips higher up. It might mean putting an extra cushion under one's bottom, for instance, so that the hips are higher than the knees. And if the knees don't touch the ground, and they won't to begin with for most of us, unless you're very naturally flexible or have worked on this, they they might be more like this. Put, Put something under them to support them. So again, they're in contact with the ground, but they're still not above your hip. If they become above your hip, your hip can't help but go backwards. And as soon as your hip, goes back, your hip goes backwards, the posture only supports itself through the effort of your muscles, which can't be sustained. It's that simple. When we get alignment, when we find alignment, and there's no perfect alignment here, gravity actually helps the body come into the posture. So what we can do is just notice what it's like to just, for many people, to have a slight tilt forward in the pelvis is actually helpful, just ever so slight. And that protects the curve in the small of the back that's here behind you. And then the torso sits upon that. Now, I don't use one of the cushions you have. I have a, an inflated pad and a couple of yoga blocks. And what it does is when I sit on it, it just leans and I get the angle I need. There, you can do that by just start either folding a blanket or getting one of the wedges that we have some wedges in the, um, in the room back there. If you find that's useful, not everybody needs to do that. Uh, you know, it's, sometimes the cushion is just fine. But um, So I would suggest you have one more cushion underneath you, or, or slightly, a slightly exchange maybe the fatter one for one of the others you're sitting on. So you've already got quite a few, but um, it might be for some people that actually... It's not going to work to get our knees down, and that we're better off kneeling. So we have benches. I don't have them with me, but uh, you can see one over there. You can also kneel on a bench, and that very clearly and strongly, or you can kneel on some cushions like this, your hips are above your knees. The knees go down, and then that puts a little more pressure on the knees. But do you see how your knees are lower than your 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 pelvis? Not wanting to point, or you know, it's like how that allows you to sit up a bit more. And what you really want to do then is sit slightly forward on the cushion 
so that your knees kind of are going down. So you can move slightly to the front of the cushion there. And that's pretty much for everyone. It's like if we put our butt entirely on the cushion, it's hard for the legs to slope down from it. So sitting more towards the front, as many of you are. It's often the case that we get some pressure in the limbs from that. And some of the things we can note is that if you put one limb on top of another, it's likely to crack pressure and sometimes discomfort or pins and needles. Um, and sometimes it's just good to alternate. If we um, put one foot in front of the other, then sometimes do it the other way around. And that will uh, assist your body in not developing an asymmetrical sort of accommodation of the posture. And with the hands, I don't suggest a particular place where you should put them. As with most things, it's a case of exploring what's useful. Many people will find it helpful, now it depends, to actually place them somewhere between the knees and the pelvis. And what you notice is if you place them out at the, at the knees, they're much more, they're sort of like they give you a lot of support, but the tendency can start to be to lean on your arms. If you put them here, there's less support, but it supports an openness of the torso. And one can put them here as well. And then they're really not supporting the torso particularly. They're just here. It's, but there's no way you're supposed to do that. Try and see what's helpful. So that, that's the sort of the, the little suggestions I wanted to offer. And then I just want to hear if there's anyone who has a particular question or concern that they might like some input to. Please. When I end up home, I always meditate using a chair. Yeah. But uh, just to try that, I'm trying a cushion yeah. on this retreat. Do, do you think I should just stick to a chair and make it easier? Well, it's fine to use a chair. I don't think that you should, but you certainly could. If you're interested to develop the possibility of sitting on the floor, then you could alternate and move between. So that um, what's generally going to be helpful now um, is to have some relatively loose-fitting clothes for sitting on the floor. And to, you know, most people need to do a bit of work with the joints of the hips and knees and ankles just to soften and loosen them up. And we're not, you know, over time, you're not going to do that all in six days here. But if you have any sense of anywhere that feels tight from sitting, spend a bit of time just moving it around. You know, you might want to just say, oh, what's it like to stretch like this, or stretch like this, or stretch like this, or sort of stretch like this. And just sort of begin to slowly, gently soften up the joints and extend the joints that for most of us, if they're not used to sitting this way, it takes some time. But what's most important is a sense of connection, so like on the ground, in touch with the earth, uprightness and relaxation. You can do that sitting in a chair, you can do that sitting on a cushion, and you can fail to do that sitting on a cushion, and you can fail to do that sitting on a chair. So that's not the issue in a sense. And fail is the wrong word. It can, one can struggle to be able to do that <laughs> in this posture or in that posture. And there's no failure here because we're learning what's possible and what's useful. And so I would say, I would encourage you to explore it. But if you find your whole meditation is about struggling with the posture and battling with your body, then don't do it all the time. 
and maybe take some time in a walking period or after a meal time to just sort of see what do I need to stretch? What needs, or what would I benefit from working with to allow it to open more? Okay, thank you. Yes, please. Um, I don't know if it's definitive as to the postures, but among which postures are you, you mean sitting, walking? Uh, yeah, uh, sitting or kneeling or on the chair. Okay. What's the situation with your lower back that that's in relationship to? I get a bit of pain sometimes. Yeah. Um, like a pressure thing with Yeah, yeah. So it kind of depends on how you're using any of those postures. Any of those postures may or may not generate more pressure. Um, have you experimented with more than one of them? Not until coming here. I okay. Haven't done the one before. Okay. I normally just do sitting. Yeah. Them. Okay. And in the kneeling, did you notice any benefit? Um, I think it at least changes where the pressure is. Right. That's yes. So that's often what our different postures offers us. They move the pressure to a different location, <laughs> and that's okay. And you might find that oh, actually kneeling. Um, I was going to say that it wouldn't surprise me if kneeling does that because what kneeling does um, and again you can kneel at a different height and it has a slightly different effect so up here um, it's a little more pressure on my knees because the weight's coming down more strongly there but it so fully supports the lower back to be in that optimised position that kneeling is probably what I would have said is the answer to the question you asked which puts the less pressure on that's what I find. But experiment with it. And, you know, try a bench or you can kneel on a pile of cushions. Lots of people might then find, as I said, a bit more pressure in the knees and some of the ankles feel it and you can just take a sock or something soft and stick it under your ankle. It's not quite the right size. Okay, so when things are under pressure, sometimes just placing something like that under it so that rather than the joint being forced flat, so like... You know, it's like that, isn't it? It's being forced like that. But if you put something under it, it's not bent so strongly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one can do that in lots of places. One teacher of mine used to suggest sticking a sock in there when you bend your leg, and it just puts a little less pressure on the joint. I didn't find it particularly useful, but that, you know, one can experiment in that. And a key thing is that if there is pressure in some part of your body, to be exploring what feels useful in terms of where it's okay to stretch and just stay with that a bit, and where it might be useful to say, actually, that's enough. I can try it again later, but for now I'm going to make a change. And part of what we did in moving from the standing to the sitting posture is it becomes very clear that, oh, that doesn't have to interrupt the meditation. If I need to change the posture, if I do it mindfully, with sensitivity, with a sense of caring for my well-being, that's just the part of the practice. It's not like, oh, I couldn't do it and I had to give up and do something else. It's no, that's actually the practice. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, one can have a bench and just literally... Put a bench and go from sitting to a bench. Probably more gracefully than me, but uh, you know, or stand up, as I said, for a period of standing. And over time, we do 
find ourselves more able to sustain postures for longer periods, but not through forcing ourselves to. Okay? Good. Thank you. And the chair, actually, you asked also, chair, try and see. Um, with a chair, tendency can be to lean against the back of the chair, and that seems like it takes the pressure off, but also can quite easily lead to the posture collapsing. And as soon as we do that, this whole area is under pressure, even if it's not in pain. It's like this, so having space for the belly, for the diaphragm, actually it's the belly, the diaphragm, <laughs> all the, the living organs in there is really helpful for alertness and well-being. And you can, there's those little wedges that we've got that are like about that thick at one end down to there. If you put them on the chair, that just help, excuse me, helps, again, keep your pelvis from collapsing backwards. Good, thank you. Did I see someone else's hand before? Yes, please. Um, I normally kneel, but want to move every now and then. I'm trying to adopt this posture, mm. but get very bad pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Do you think I just need to keep changing the position of... I think your bottom is too low. There's a lot of... Yeah. Pr- sort of pins constriction. and needles in your legs? Yeah, yeah. feet and legs. Yeah, feet and legs, yeah. Yeah, so first thing I'll say is that I don't know from my own experience of it or from anyone else of pins and needles ever causing someone some harm mm. no, I'm not giving you a medical opinion here I'm just saying that's not something I've ever heard but it can be uncomfortable and sometimes worrying you know what's going on is this a loss of circulation is this pressure on a nerve and it may be one or the other or both so if it feels like it's something that yeah your senses know that's enough change the posture at that point mm. um if you've got one leg on top of another, that's uh, quite a recipe for that. If it's not that, then sometimes it's just there's a certain amount of pressure in the joints through the posture, and it's creating that effect. And, uh, you know, I've had a leg go completely asleep to the extent that when I tried to stand on it, it didn't work and I almost fell over. <laughs> yeah, so, so just go slowly and, you know, okay, so if it feels a bit tingly, let's just park it here for a little while until I'm confident can take my weight and then I can stand up um, but it's it's really just to give care and attention to what's happening and see what's useful um, and to not be fooled by the image of these <laughs> enlightened beings who are represented here unmoving for days because they don't have living bodies at least what we're looking at is not that. And so uh, that's not what we're trying to replicate. Our body is moving constantly, just in breathing, in order to survive. And so we're not in a battle against movement. Good. Anyone else? Okay, great. So I hope... You get the essential messages, experiments. There's no right or wrong here, but just to see what works for you. And if you have particular issues or challenges that arise with it over time, as can do, um, you know, it's something you can also bring to the group meetings we'll have with you. And there'll be some chance for questions this afternoon as well. So all of that is within the, the realm of where we can respond and how we can respond with our bodies.